All right, so this is my review for Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I did the last two episodes since I was behind on that. It was a struggle, but I'm trying to, you know, I said we're going to push through with this season for you guys, so I'm doing it. So anyway, <clears throat> so we are in New York, so uh, they are continuing the, the conversation from the dinner where, you know, um, Sheree is confronting Drew and her husband, Ralph, about rumors that were started by Drew's assistant, Anthony. Anthony's been putting stuff out there in the street, talking about Ralph is basically DL and all of that mess. And we also find out, uh, well, we already knew that Drew had mentioned this information also to Candy. So Sheree's in her feelings with Candy as it pertains to them being friends and Candy not, you know, Candy hearing information about, um, was that the, wait a minute, is that the right thing? What, what, wait, wait a minute, what was the thing about with, 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 uh, was it about Sheree? What was Sheree mad about? I know Sheree was upset with Candy about Candy not telling Sheree two different things. One was the situation with, um, about Tyrone. And the first one, was it about the situation about, yeah, I guess it had to do with the assistant. Yeah, that, I guess that Drew had came to Candy and talked about what Anthony has said about Sheree. And Sheree feels as though because her and Candy have been cool for, for many years, that why didn't Candy bring it to her attention? All right, so Candy goes, you know what? You're right. I should have said something to you. So I, you know, I, I didn't mention it. So sorry. I apologize for that. Um, I kind of felt like, girl, I mean, I would have said something. I, I get I get Sherry's point. If you're really cool with someone and there's someone else out there running their mouth about you or saying disparaging remarks about you, as a friend, if I'm cool with you, then I'm going to go back and let you know, like, hey, you know, this person is telling me this, that, and the third about you. I, you need to go and handle that. So that just lets you know that Candy and, to me, that Candy and Sheree are not as close. They've been knowing each other or been around each other with this show for, what, 10 years, I guess. But they really aren't that cool because Candy didn't feel the need to say anything to her. So that's just the way I look at it. But anyway, as we're moving forward, Sonia, Sonia, was it Sonia? Sonia, Sonia is looking at Drew sideways because Sonia's feeling like, hey, look, I'm cool with Drew, but I'm not, the, I'm not liking the way that she's moving. I feel as though Drew is in the middle of some mess, like with her assistant. She's cool with her assistant is doing because to me, it seems like Sonia's going, why are you cool with this guy who's spreading rumors about your husband, who's spreading rumors about other people in your so-called circle of friends or associates? You just seem to be a little on the messy side here. I'm not quite feeling comfortable about how you move. I feel as though that's a valid situation. It's a valid reasoning. And I would be wondering, like, girl, what kind of person are you? If you hanging around, birds will feather flock together. That's that's what Sonia is coming through. She's she's coming from that perspective. Um, so while they're at that dinner table, we see Kenya. She gets a message, and it's from Mark. And Mark came up with yet another excuse. You know, he was supposed to spend time with his daughter. Now he don't came with an excuse. He don't want to spend time. I don't know what he said. He has to work. I don't know what's going on. You know, he's playing games with Kenya. He's being team petty. And 
you know, uh, Marlo, you know, went to the, you know, try to talk to her. And then I think Candy came out. There was a Candy, there was a Sheree. One of them came out there, I think it was Candy, trying to get some understanding about Mark and, you know, what's going on. And Kenya's just like really, really upset about like, damn, I'm trying to do all this for my daughter. I want her to have a relationship with her father. And he's playing Team Petty. So, you know, I don't know. So now he's telling her, because I think I think Brooklyn was already with, with him already, but she couldn't spend the night. So now Kenya has to go run across the bridge to go and pick up her daughter because the dad don't come up. Mark came up with yet another excuse to not spend time with his daughter. Child, it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess. So of course, yeah, Kenya's going to be in her feelings. She's in her feelings. So, um... Some other things that happened on this trip. So, you know, the purpose of the trip was to go see Candy's play. Candy and Todd are producers of this play. It has to do with black men in the barbershop and all of that. I've heard good things about it. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. You know, so that's really the purpose of them going. Part of the interaction was to wear these vibrating panties, right? So the fun of the night or something. It's another way for Candy to promote her business, Bedroom Candy, right? And Marlo was in her feelings yet again. She was like, girl, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I don't know why Candy talked about sex so much. Um, Kenya was like, I'm single. Why would I want to be wearing, who's going to be vibrating my panties? And I'm out here with a bunch of married guys. You know, half the guys on the trip, is it all the guys? On, all the guys on the trip are married because you got Todd and you got Ralph and you got Sonia's husband. So it makes sense. I'm in agreement with Kenya. Like, I'm not wearing no vibrating panties around these married men that that ain't it that ain't cool Sonya went ahead and did they having fun with it they riding the bus they i mean the little van or whatever they going to the play after the play they kind of talk about it they they're saying how you know it was really wonderful they liked the interaction they liked how you know black men were being uplifted and um all that good stuff so if they they're getting high high remarks positive feedback all that good stuff so later on, the ladies are going to meet up, um, I think, in whose, whose room was it? I think in Sonia's room, Sonia's suite, or one of the suites. So everybody comes together. They're meeting up. And Sonia had already said that she really needs to have a conversation with Drew because she's not feeling cool about the way Drew is moving. So when the guys come through, Todd was like, look, we're going to leave. We're going to hang out. Y'all do y'all thing. So this was supposed to be like a come to Jesus meeting, supposedly, right? Sonia's talking to Drew and telling her about how she's feeling uncomfortable with the way that Drew is handling the situation with her assistant as it pertains to the other ladies in the group. And it's like she's not doing a really good job explaining it to Drew, but I understood where she was coming from. Drew was in confusion state. Drew was like, we've had opportunities to have this conversation. Why haven't you spoken to me about it beforehand? And Sonya was like, well, when I came to your room, she got all these different, Drew has a whole team there, uh, stylists, uh, makeup artists, blah, blah, blah. She got all these folks in the room. So Sonya was like, I didn't want to have that conversation in front of all those folks. So that I didn't think that was a good time. But since we all sitting here talking, debriefing, letting out our feelings, blah, blah, blah. This is what I think, you know, needs to be stated. And Drew is really kind of in the confused state. Drew is not feeling as though she's not receiving what Sonia is saying. 
And I think some of it has to do with the fact that Sonya is not delivering the messaging in an effective manner. And it's, it's kind of all over the place. And Drew is wondering, like, girl, I thought we were cool, but now you're coming at me. It's To Drew, it's like Sonya's coming at her sideways. So Sonya, she's like, girl, what's tea? What's happening? So then we got that going on. So there's no, that part is not even resolved, right? Now we over here with Marlo. Marlo got, you know, a wire up of so-and-so because she, I mean, basically, she telling Candy, well, I don't feel comfortable. You talk about, you lead with sex too much, and you talk about sex, and I don't think it's right, blah, blah, blah. And Candy was like, girl, what is your problem? Like, why are you coming down on me? First of all, I was just trying to have a good time. If you don't want to involve yourself with it, that's cool. It, I was trying, not meaning no harm by it. I don't know what Marlo's thing is with the whole sexual hangup. I don't get it. I'm not understanding it. Marlo didn't have a hard time with that. Uh, well, she was a little bit. You know what? Last season when they were in, um, they were at uh, um, the bachelorette party um, for Cynthia. She was, I mean, even though she participated, you can tell she was a little bit uncomfortable. I, I don't know. She got her hangups. I don't know. But anyway, we ain't heard the last of Marlo as it pertains to the sexuality stuff. So the other thing that was pretty pathetic, and I, I don't know, we, we've been hearing about this all last um, last year. Tyrone at first was going to be filming with Sheree. Then <coughs> Tyrone's the guy that went to prison. Now he's on house arrest, right? At first he was going to film, then he changed his mind. I don't know if it had to do with him getting possibly getting paid or what the situation is, but he did change his mind. I don't know what's going on with him, but Candy's under the impression that Tyrone got another girlfriend, and that's who he's been spending his time with. That I can completely believe that. It's very believable. So at first, he's supposed to meet Sheree and the ladies for lunch. He was unable to do that. And all the ladies were like, why not? Why can't he meet me? And she was like, why are you basically asking me about why my man is not able to make it? I mean, seriously, they weren't really going in and it was kind of, it was a bit much so Sheree was telling everybody well you know I'm going to see him tomorrow I'm going to Philadelphia and so we'll spend some time together there so we see Sheree making all these different phone calls to Tyrone and he's not answering the phone and eventually it gets to a point where the phone would ring and it go directly to voicemail so you already know that means that she got blocked I was like wow this man is letting you know what he really thinks about you. They were supposed to meet at this restaurant. She gets there and she orders her drink. She's sitting outside, even though she says it's cold outside. Why are you sitting outside? But I guess they didn't have permission to film in, inside. So, okay. She's sitting there with her fur coat on or fur shawl, whatever. She calls her daughter up. She tells her daughter she must be meeting Tyrone. But then she asked, she said, what does it mean? I called Tyrone and when I called the phone, now it rings once and it goes straight to voicemail. And the daughter was like, girl, you blocked. So she's, you know, all upset. She calls Kenya. Kenya was like, girl, let him go. He's no, he's no good. This and then the third, whatever the case may be. And Sheree gets to crying because she was really feeling Tyrone, I guess. All right. So the next day, okay, so now we in the second, second, the next episode. So we in Atlanta and 
how did they find out about Sheree and this guy? I think Kenya, did Kenya talk to Marlo? I believe, or did she talk to Candy first? At any rate, both Candy and Marlo are aware of the circumstances as it pertains to Sheree. So Marlo came up with an idea to do like something special at her house. She's going to have her Fendi guy come to the house and go have Sheree have a personal buying spree at Fendi at Marlo's house. And then they will bake cookies and have a cake and, you know, try to uplift her spirits. And Kenya was supposed to be a part of it. But Kenya got sick. And Kenya didn't go, but she, you know, gave whatever that she was donating. She let Drew come by the house and bring that over to Marlo's. So Marlo, when she spoke to Kenya on the phone, Kenya was in full makeup. So Marlo was like, so you don't feel well, but yet you in full makeup. Like, girl, you got your glam going, but you don't want to come to the house. So Marlo is in her feelings. Marlo thinking that Kenya's on some BS. But Kenya didn't go, as we later found out, because she was feeling bad. She had a cough. She even told Drew earlier when Drew and her met up. Drew and Kenya had lunch. And, you know, Kenya was talking to Drew about the situation. She did mention about what's going on with Sheree. And she said, you know what? I am feeling a little bit underwhelmed. I got a cough and so does um, Brooklyn. And so um, I guess eventually, you know, she wouldn't, you know, Sheree, I mean, uh, Kenya called her doctor and doctor was like, you don't need to go anyplace else. You need to get tested, et cetera, et cetera. So, but it was good to see her and Drew together and they're having a decent conversation um Kenya had you know apologized to Ralph personally this was back in New York and she was able to express to Drew she was like look I get what you know she said I don't want you to think that I'm purposely overstepping my boundaries I just want you to know that I was you know I was projecting because I what I saw between you and Ralph is what I've seen between myself and Mark, and I was projecting. So I, I just I want to apologize for doing that. And Drew seemed to be, you know, understanding of, and she got it. And you know, Kenya went on to say, "I just want you to be seen. I want you to be heard, and not let this man just run all over you." I thought that was some really good big sisterly advice, considering what Kenya is still dealing with in her somewhat of a, a strange marriage. Okay. So then we got Sonia and the Drew situation. So Sonia got this uh, T-shirt and sweatshirt line, Mommy Nation, going. And she has invited Kenya, Candy, and she initially invited Drew. Then she uninvited Drew <laughs> because she feels as though the photo shoot would not be a great place for them to have a conversation about their relationship, their friendship. I'm like, girl, what? I didn't think that Sonya did it. That, that, she played that one really to the left. She really did. And if I were Drew, I wouldn't go to anything else that Sonya invites me to. I wouldn't trust it. But stupid Drew showed up later on. Sonya had a cooking thing at her house. Well, not her house, at whoever's house. Some, wherever. She had some uh, Jamaican cooking event. And her mom was, you know, was cooking. And they were supposed to be doing a cooking party. And she did invite Drew. Drew uninvited herself. 
But then she ends up showing up at the end. I honestly, I would have just not showed up. I wouldn't answer the. Rest- I wouldn't even answer the invite. But you know, Drew is not the brightest. I don't know. So anyway, at the uh, uh, so Sonya and Drew not you know in a good space. And Sonya tells both Candy, you know, and Kenya that she uninvited Drew. And they both look at her like, okay, you know, I don't know how that's going to work out in your favor. It's not. It's the beginning of the end of what was a good friendship. So then we got, you know, like I said, uh, um, you know, Sheree's in her feelings about this Tyrone situation. So when she does come over to Marlo's house for the Fendi event, Sheree was under the impression, like I was at first, that I don't know that Marlo was going to like pay for some Fendi items for. I mean, she, how do you have someone to like you count someone else's money? I felt kind of, well, maybe because that's the crew that she runs with and she's assuming, and these girls are supposed to have this kind of money, but I don't, I don't know because to all the stuff that Sheree was trying on, she got sunglasses and a bag and shoes and stuff, it came out to like $11,000. I'm here, I'm, I'm almost willing to bet Sheree did not pay for all that stuff. She might have got a purse and maybe some sunglasses, but I don't think Sheree dropped 11000 just like that. Because I don't think Sheree has it just like that. So then uh, Sheree and Sheree and Marlo are getting kind of close. You know, they their friendship is, you know, it's, it's getting to a good space. Drew was there earlier helping to bake these uh, muffins and stuff. And, you know, Marlo mentioned to Sheree, she said, you know what, I know you and Drew have had, you know, your situations, but she was here helping out and she brought stuff over, you know, Kenya can't make because she claimed she was sick. You know, Marla's in her feelings now about Kenya not showing up because it's been all the single girls. So she said, but Drew was here. And so Sheree was, you know, felt good about that. You know, she felt good about what Marla did for her and she felt really good that even Drew, who they're not on the best of terms, at least showed up and was there for her to support her. So the last thing was uh, the big dinner that Sonya hosted. Kenya, I mean, Kenya, Candy thought that she was going to Sonya's house. Sonya was like, no, I don't have enough furniture yet, this and that. So they picked, she picked some venue and the mom is, like I said, the mom's supposed to be hosting this Jamaican cook party. So here's the thing that was interesting. We, first Marlo is trying to go at Kenya for being in glam, but didn't show up at the party. And Kenya was, Kenya got irate. Kenya was like, girl, look, I told you what, what the problem was. I told you that the doctor told me not to show up. I had every intention. That's why I was in glam. I was going to come. But the doctor called and said, you need to wait until you get your test. So it's not a good idea for you to be there, period. I don't know how many other ways I got to explain it to you. Then Sheree gets on Kenya about not being there for her, and at least Drew was there, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay. Then we get back to the whole situation about Sheree gets in her feelings because Candy was, you know, was made aware of from Kenya about the whole Tyrone thing. So Sheree, again, is like, Candy, why didn't you say something to me? And Candy was like, well, because I was waiting for you to say something to me. And Sheree feels as though Candy's not, again, not being a true friend. Uh, I'm trying to think how I would have handled it. If I was friends with both Sheree and Kenya, and Kenya tells me about the situation that Sheree was dealing with, I definitely would have called 
Shireen, like, girl, I just spoke with Kenya. She said this and that. Let me know if you're ready to talk or what can I do for you, blah, blah, blah. I would have taken that approach. But Candy did. So again, to me, it just shows that Candy is not the friend to Sheree that Sheree thought she was. That's just what that is. But here's the big thing about the episode that was problematic. Not so much about the Tyrone situation where everybody's telling Sheree, block him, dump him. Mama Joyce was even there. And she was like, you don't need him. I'm in agreement. All of a sudden, you see Marlo say, I need to talk to Sheree alone. She pulls her outside. They having a conversation. And this is when Marlo goes in on Candy, saying that she done slept around town. She got a bad reputation. Uh, she always dates men under her tax bracket because she's a sugar mama. You know, she's just been laying around town. I was like, wow. Then she talked about Kenya being, yeah, she, she you know, oh, yeah, of course, she was former Miss USA, but she also is a video vixen. She done laid around as well. She just never got a ring. I'm like, What's really going on? I don't understand where Marlo going with this. Marlo's like, they just being fake. I'm your real friend. I'm real. I keeps it real. And Sheree was co-signing on everything. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm like, what? Marlo? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It, mm-mm. Marlo, you playing your hand all the way around. I don't know who's coaching you, who's telling you to say these type of things, but you're not in a position where it's going to work out in your favor. Okay. I didn't like the way that she was really, how she was going at Kenya and Candy. It was really bad. It was bad. And subsequently we've heard here recently, Marlo did an interview with Carlos King on his podcast. And she continues to trash Candy in particular. So Candy's heard about it, and Candy has responded, and it wasn't nice. I can't wait for this reunion, because this is going to be something something else. And Marlo, you have burned your bridges with Candy. Marlo, Candy, from what I've heard, I listened to Funky Donnie's, uh YouTube page, and I even listened to what Candy had to say. And Candy has been there to try to get you what you need as far as trying, when you couldn't get a peach, create another show, try to get you on a different show on a different network, and you squandered that with the contract or contract negotiations or whatever, she's been there for you. And now this is how you pay her back? This is what you do? Marlon, I don't know if you understand what the concept of burning bridges is, but you, you, you showing how you move. And if you're doing this because you want to ensure that you keep your peach, here's another thing to consider. Yeah, you're causing controversy. Yeah, you're causing drama. Yeah, it's going to be a lot going on at the reunion. But what's going to happen to you for, for filming next season? Do you think you're going to get a peach back next season? All right, we'll see. That's all I got. Talk to you later. Peace.